This is the To Health With That, Naturally Healthy in No Time podcast for big health topics taken in small bites. I'm your host, naturopathic doctor, Amy Nuzel, and this is season one, all about the MTHFR mutation. This week, let's talk about endpoints. How do you know when your methylation is actually balanced with MTHFR? It's great to talk about balancing your methylation that was in bunny ears and finding your right folate dose, but how do you know when you're actually there? This question matters a lot because I've seen so many clients who are on an upward, constant upward trend with their methylfolate dose, always pushing to take more simply because they can tolerate it. But the point is, do they need it? Do you need it? Is it helping you? This isn't a contest in which the person who takes the most methylfolate wins the prize. This is about listening to your body and finding balance. Balance meaning not too much and not too little. This goes for MTHFR folks, but also for people without an MTHFR polymorphism, because, frankly, you don't have to have MTHFR to have imbalanced methylation. So where is this elusive magical place in which balance is reached? It may not actually be nearly as elusive nor as magical as you're thinking. First question is, does balanced methylation mean all my symptoms are gone? God, I wish it did. It usually means most symptoms are better, and some of them are gone, but All of your symptoms being gone is not actually realistic. We're human, and human bodies are built differently for lots of reasons. One of those reasons is MTHFR, but each human out there has hundreds of polymorphisms, along with a whole bunch of, like, life history and pathogens and traumas and nutritional factors and lifestyles and varying degrees of self-care. Balancing methylation can't compensate for all of that. It just takes a big chunk out of the bottom. Having said that, the process of balancing your methylation usually helps people tremendously. It decreases anxiety, softens depression, improves sleep, reduces inflammation, normalizes hormones, and generally gets things closer to where they should be. So there's two great ways to tell if your methylation is balanced. The first is to look at the work you're doing around methylation and how you feel. The second is to look at your labs. So you know you're at a place where your methylation is balanced when these things are happening. One is you understand the signals your body gives you when it needs more support and when you're actually taking too much methylation support. Number two is you actually respond appropriately to those signals. Number three, you aren't hitting major walls coming from detox symptoms or up and down methylation crashes. And number four, your symptoms are slowly but surely softening and resolving. They may not be fully resolved, but you're on an upward trajectory. Some of this does just take time. And number five, your body's basic needs are regularly met. You're getting good nutrition, good sleep, and gentle exercise. Now, I can sense some panic-stricken looks on faces, right? And I see those regularly when I say this to clients, especially from folks at the beginning of their journey. Don't worry, this all becomes clear over time, and this is actually a journey that takes time. In good news, the best way for it to all unfold is softly. It's a lot like pregnancy in that you can't really rush it. It's best to just support the process and let it happen. For everyone who has just muttered something grumpy under their breath, this the next section is more concrete, I promise. So let's talk about lab work. 
heard me talk about genetic rock stars, which I think is like the greatest group of MTHFR folks on the internet. But what you haven't heard of is the rock stars talking about the group. So this is what genetic rock stars have to say about the group and our 10-week course, MTHFR 101. Have a listen. I just want to thank you for all of the, the education and your availability in the office hours. I feel like I am just learning so much during this course because I've been doing kind of, you know, piecemeal. And I feel like you're really presenting a, a systematic way for us to understand all of it and kind of execute a plan. So I just want to say my appreciation. Thank you. <laughs> that, that means so much to me because it's... You know, I mean, that's exactly what I'm trying, right? Like, make it... Well, you're succeeding. <laughs> I'll second Don't that. So I really hope you will join us in Genetic Rockstars, in the 10-week MTHFR 101 self-paced course, or even join us for group coaching. And that's called MTHFR Academy. I can't wait to see you there. Check it all out at community.tohealthwiththat.com. Basic blood work can tell you a lot about what your body is doing at that moment. And values that are the most specific to methylation are actually really simple ones. Serum folate, serum B12, and serum homocysteine. There are also a few tests that are suggested on various MTHFR forums and website that I'm actually less inclined to use, including serum or urine MMA, RBC folate, and urine figlu, <laughs> F-I-G-L-U. Um, we'll go through those in sort of a separate post, but let's talk about the ones that I do use today. So serum folate test. This is a standard folate test, and sadly, it doesn't differentiate between useful folate that's bioavailable and folic acid or, worst, unmetabolized folic acid. So this test will tell us if there's an overt folate deficiency, but not much else. Still, Knowing if you have a folate deficiency matters, and watching your trend matters. So if you happened to get this test in the beginning of your MTHFR journey, excellent, we have that number to compare to. Levels below 4 micrograms per liter indicate an overt deficiency, but outside of that, the guidelines are really vague. I don't like to see the numbers creep too high either, and above 8 micrograms per liter genuinely triggers my red flags for over-supplementation or for high lingering folic acid and unmetabolized folic acid in the blood. And on the first visit with a lot of people, I very often see numbers in the like 30s, right? We shouldn't be up there. We should not be up there. That is unmetabolized folic acid or like way too much supplementation. So that is also a bad sign. Serum B12 test measures levels of B12 in your blood, and it's reasonably accurate, but has a broad reference range. The reference value is typically between 180 and 914 nanograms per liter, and anything in there is considered normal. Yeah, that's a, that's a bit broad. So anything below 180 nanograms per liter is obviously deficient. Because it's such a broad range, I tend to look at anything even close to 180 nanograms per liter with suspicion. Because remember, reference ranges give us the average numbers where people begin to experience symptoms. But that doesn't, doesn't mean that's the number where you might begin to experience symptoms. 
So I like people to aim for kind of the middle of the range, somewhere between 450 and 650 nanograms per liter. Um, but also, if you test normal but still have symptoms of B12 deficiency, then extra supplementation could be very well warranted. And there's also the serum homocysteine test. So we've talked a lot about serum homocysteine, and there's a normal range and also an optimal range. If you're outside of normal, then obviously there's a problem. And for MTHFR folks, it's a good idea to aim for the optimal range. The normal range is from between 5 and 15 micromoles per liter, with optimal being between 6 and 9 in my opinion. And there's actually a whole post on this. So if you want to see that, you can go to the show notes and follow the link to see my reasoning. Homocysteine, remember, is an inflammatory marker in the blood that's a direct measurement of how well you're methylating methionine. And so it's the clearest direct measure of MTHFR function. With MTHFR, what it really comes down to is feeling well. Feeling well without a lot of hassle. So thanks for listening today, and I hope you'll join me in Genetic Rockstars because it's amazing. It's an MTHFR community where we can talk about all of this MTHFR stuff. Also, maybe even in MTHFR Academy, which is health coaching specifically for MTHFR. We're doing weekly calls, Q&A sessions, and it's pretty exciting. Okay, see you there. Thanks. Bye.